and welcome to My Little House of Prayer Ministry. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I am so glad that you could join me today. What an honor and a privilege that the Lord made provision for me to be back up and working for Him. I can't tell you how elated that I am. And also that you guys and gals would be ever so patient with me. Accidents happen and if I tell you the enemy has been fighting me especially with this message to not let it out. I mean everything from a broken charger to the computer was two days late in arriving to I had trouble downloading the programs I had before on another computer making it compatible with this computer the list goes on and on so I'm sorry that it's been so long that there have been so many technical difficulties but I really really appreciate the patience you have had with me so the charger broke right before Black Friday so that was just an amazing thing that I was able to get a really great deal on the computer <laughs> I do not take this ministry lightly ministries belong to the Lord who created us and them we are to treat those ministries with the same respect and reverence that we do our Lord and Savior so with tears I prayed for all of you with tears I waited for the Lord to literally rectify the situation and boy has he ever thank you all for praying for me as you waited ever so patiently for me to get the, the technical difficulties rectified so without further ado I have a message titled I got this I know it is a strange title I believe the Lord uses scary, strange situations to show us something about our own selves. Let me share what happened to some people I know. By this time, we all laugh about it. I had a friend that was given a medication prescribed by her doctor. Well, these two people went to visit someone who had fallen. They were supposed to be able to help her get up. Just before they arrived, this friend decided to take the prescription. She did not know that she was allergic to it. Well, as a little space of time passed, she started reacting to it. Her legs were real wobbly, and she was acting and talking strange. <laughs> like she was weak everywhere. Well... They had to call in help to get the woman off the, the other woman off the floor. After the woman was helped off the floor and into a chair, she began to try to feed this woman. Well, needless to say, it was not a blood sugar problem. <laughs> they got into the car and the other woman offered to drive. She refused. She put the car in reverse and put the pedal to the metal which caused the friend to scream and demand her to step on the brakes. The woman says, I am, but the car is still in reverse. 
The friend begins to demand to drive at this point. The woman says, something is wrong with the car. The friend says, no, it's the driver. All of a sudden, the woman looks at her friends and says, shh, I got this, <laughs> in a whisper. She puts the car in drive and puts the pedal to the metal again. They shoot to the stop sign with a friend screaming, let me out, I'll walk home. Woman, shh, I got this. Friend, no, you ain't got this. Let me out. I'll walk home. The woman is driving and begins to get easily distracted and begins to dig on the, da the uh, console for something. How many of us know that you cannot dig on your in your console and drive? Friend, what are you looking for? The radio knob. Friend. There is no radio knob on the floor. Besides that, you don't have a radio knob. You are with a satellite company. Woman, shh, I got this. I want out of this car unless you want me to drive. They are almost home when the woman is still digging in, on the, in the console when the car begins to veer right. It narrowly misses railing as it heads almost into a deep ditch. While the friend was arguing with a woman that she didn't have this and wanted to drive. Then the friend let out a shriek. Jesus, I'm coming home! <laughs> Shh, I got this, the other woman said. <laughs> then the woman looks up as the friend has jumped out of the car to walk home. The woman agrees to let the friend drive them home if she will just get back in the car and let her get them out of the ditch. <laughs> Incredibly, the friend agrees. <laughs> but the woman begins to keep on driving. The friend flings, flings open the car door to jump out. So the woman finally agrees that she doesn't have this and lets the friend drive them home. Even today, though, she still thought she had that. <laughs> I know some of you would say, why would she get back in the car to begin with at that point? Like I said, friendships have a strange understanding of each other. That's why we like to say, so-and-so is my ride or die. Well, these two friends took that to another whole new level. As I pondered this comedy, I felt the Lord take it in another direction. Let's face it, this world is crazy. We all have to live in it. We all have our burdens to bear, or do we really? Matthew eleven twenty nine, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls. The Lord has shown me time and again how I choose to carry burdens that were not meant for me to carry. It has truly been a journey, learning what the difference is between his burden and the world's burden. The world's burden will still kill and destroy us if we let it. The Lord's burden is life and blessing. You know, things happen in our lives. We will go to 
the altar and pray about it. We like to say that we have left it there. But do we really? We will go to our pastors or brothers and sisters in Christ to pray with us. We like to think that we have faith that the situation is in the Father's care and keeping. But do we really? Do we allow the Lord to have it? Or do we tell him like the woman with her friend, Shh, I've got this. If we really let the Lord have those situations and circumstances, then we will walk in his complete rest concerning them. Faith is the rest of the Lord. Hebrews 4, 9 through 16. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. Lest any man should man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but at, was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Rest in verse 9 of this chapter in Hebrews in the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance. The word in Greek is sabbatismos, from a derivative of sabbatism. Figuratively, the repose of Christianity as a type of heaven. Also, sabbaton of the Hebrew origin, the sabbat, or sabaot, a weekly repose from secular avocations, by extension a week, i.e., the interval between two Sabbaths. Likewise, the plural and all the above applications. So we are to have the kind of faith that rests, a kind of heaven. I have a brother in Christ who is always saying, why wait until we get to heaven to experience heaven, when we should be experiencing heaven now? here on earth. Jesus asked a point-blank question, and I believe he is still asking this question. Luke 18, 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Will we still be walking in his rest, his faith? I begin to learn how to let the Lord have this early in my walk. My life and how I responded to it was in shambles. I was in shambles. When I first began to walk with the Lord and let the Holy Spirit teach me how to walk in sync with Him. Now I am still learning. I 
do not have it all together even now. I am and will always be a work in progress till the day Jesus comes. In the beginning of my walk, Christians were telling me to be still and know that he is Lord. Well, that was easier said than done. What did they mean by be still and know that he is Lord? Let's look at Psalm 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Still, in the Strong's exhaustive concordance in the Hebrew language, the word is Rapha. Here it means to abate, cease, consume, idle, leave, let alone, let go, stay. It can also mean to cure, heal, cause to heal, physician, repair, thoroughly, make whole. No, in the Hebrew language, the word is Yoda. It has a whole lot of meanings. It means properly to ascertain. It can be used in a great variety of sen senses. Figuratively, literally, euphemistically, and inferentially. Including observation, care, recognition, and causatively instruction, designation, and punishment. Acknowledge, acquaintance, acquainted with, advise, answer, appoint, assuredly, be aware, unawares, cannot, certainly, for a certainty, comprehend, consider, could they, cunning, declare, be diligent, discern, can discern, cause to discern, discover, endued with, familiar friend, famous, feel, can have, be ignorant, instruct, kinsfolk, kinsman, Know, cause to know, let know, make know, knowledge, come to give knowledge, have knowledge, take knowledge, be known, make known, make to be known, make self known, be learned, lie by man, mark, perceive, privy to, prognosticator, regard, have respect, skillful, show, can skill, man of skill, be sure of assurity, teach, tell, can tell, understand, have understanding, will be. Wist, wit, and what. Let me help you out here. In ancient Hebrew dialect, one letter can mean a number of things. Remember I told you in the very beginning they wrote mostly in word pictures? Jesus was a Jew. Our Christian foundation begins with Jesus, a Jew who spoke in ancient Hebrew. So if we want to truly understand the word of God, we must go back to our very foundation. There is so much to learn. So to be still is basically to rest in the knowledge that he has this. To understand that we can totally trust in him. There are no ifs, maybes, or probablys. It is a done deal with him. Remember the story of Lazarus? John 11, 1-44 Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. And when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, 
<coughs> but the glory for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that saith he to his disciples, Let us go in, into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? In other words, the disciples said, Master, there are people who want to kill you. Are you sure you want to go there? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. How many of us would have thought that the Lord was talking in a literal context? Lord, you don't have to risk your life if he's sleeping. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking of rest in his sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent that ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Notice that Jesus did not rebuke them. He just informed them of the plain truth. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Poor Thomas. This wasn't the only time he had a lack of faith. <laughs> As you can recall, he also doubted when the disciples told him they had seen Jesus Christ after he had risen. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Lord, I don't understand why my brother had to die. But I know that if you ask your father, he will give it to you. Faith. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Lord, I understand that on the great resurrection day my brother will rise. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The Master is come and calleth for thee. 
As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the blind, blind have caused even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha the sister of him that was dead saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. I want to focus on the conversation between Jesus and Martha. Martha started out in faith without the understanding. Jesus encouraged her faith. But then he says to remove the stone. Fear and doubt gripped Martha's heart. And out of the abundance of her heart, her mouth spoke doubt. Jesus kept having to rebuke fear, doubt, and unbelief all around him. Master, there are people who want to kill you. Are you sure this is the way you want to go? Lord, you don't have to risk your life if he is asleep. Let us also go that we may die with him. Lord, I don't understand why you didn't come when I thought you should before my brother died. Poor Mary is so grief-stricken that she is going to his grave to mourn. Let us go with her. You know, misery loves company. Could not this man who had done so many miracles already healed her brother? Lord, by now he stinks. He is more than dead. I believe that there are seven days in a week. After each of these responses, the Lord was saying, Shh. I got this. I believe that he says this to each and every one of us every day of the week. Shh. I got this. 
We have to learn to completely trust that he truly has us in his care and keeping. Everything that concerns us. We must have faith in him. Learn that when we bring all of our cares, desires, sins, etc., that he, we can leave them in his more than capable hands. That he truly does have this. This is called faith. Where we learn to rest in the Lord. If you do not know the Lord, Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, let me introduce you to him. It is really simple. First, you must acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a Savior, according to the mirror of the law of the Lord. Ask Him for His forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to Him. Thank Him for His forgiveness and forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in his holy word. Ask him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you, because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Please let me know of your decision to follow after Christ by commenting or emailing me at my number one little afmp at aol.com. Let me be the first to welcome you to the family of God. All of heaven is rejoicing right now over your decision today. I am also rejoicing with you. And for the rest of you, please let me know if this message has blessed you in some way. I know there was a lot of information. Remember, I love you with the love of the Lord, but Jesus will always love you more. May you have a blessed week and a very Merry Christmas.